Welcome to Feeling Female AF, the podcast where we'll discover and share new ways to navigate all the feelings that come with being female. Welcome to this week's episode. Hello. Hello. Um, this week we are moving on to, it's the final one, is it? It is, it is. Final, final season of the menstrual cycle being autumn. That's right. Also known as luteal phase. That's right. When we were making notes for this one, I was like, oh, I know loads about autumn. So I've just like written loads of rubbish down, but obviously everything's really relative to me. So then I had to go back and go like, okay, slow down <laughs> and go yeah, back a, yeah. a little bit. But I always think of autumn as being busy squirrel month or not month, sorry, busy squirrel <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. I mean, sometimes it feels like a month because it is the longest, the longest part of this yeah. whole thing, isn't it? Um, being any time between literally it could be the day after you ovulate that you notice things change sort of up until day one of your period yeah how things fall for you and obviously other people might find that they feel a bit more blissy for a bit longer after their uh, ovulation but yeah jammy cows (laughs) well I always think obviously as soon as you say autumn you can picture autumn leaves can't you it's really easy to go ah yeah you can understand the season there yeah and I think that's true with most of them but with autumn the only difference is that you're not quite ready to hibernate but you're getting ready to so it's all about that sort of completion of things and trying to get ready to go inward so that's why I say busy squirrel because I always like sort of imagine a squirrel running around putting nuts everywhere and it's not like necessarily in the same sense as a squirrel would be doing so they've got stuff to eat through the winter it's so that I can get everything done before the winter hits and yeah. it's like I always tend to like go on a cleaning spree so like I have a full-on like wipe down tidy up and probably even throw out a load of rubbish that I don't need on most of my autumn phases just because I want to just clear my nest and then get ready to bed down yeah, yeah, I definitely the. I mean, I would. I can't. I can't figure out which comes first. I think in the lead up to autumn, it will be. I'll notice the boobs hurt or something like that. It might be something physical that makes me think, ah, okay, I'm getting into that kind of time. Like I'll notice I don't feel quite as full of energy like that summer positivity, but then I get very task focused and very worker bee mode I would say so it's very like let's do all of my tasks let's do this and it feels like work is going really really right and you can have the difficult conversations like I think in the course we did she called it like the truth speaker thing yeah um it feels really easy to have difficult conversations but in in like a really kind manner as well, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then as it gets closer, it suddenly turns up a dial. So the task orientated and ticking things off in like a leisurely manner suddenly becomes a bit more frantic. And it's like, I'll walk in the house one day and just be like, everything's a mess. 
<laughs> I need to clean. I have to throw things away and it gets really extreme and it gets like, you have to really hone down on which bits are the important bits and cleaning and making everything nice feels like the most important thing in the world. So it's like there's two parts to it, almost the bit where it all feels really, really good. And then the bit where it feels like a little bit, I don't want to say insane. That feels a bit too far, but like I can't sit and enjoy things because I need to clean. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely understand that. I, I always think of it as hibernation preparation. So it's like getting through all those tasks, whatever they may be, like you say, your tooth speaker and all of that and completing lists as well as writing loads of lists. I like to complete them and tick things off and and action a lot of stuff. So it's like, although the summer is like a great time to take action, the autumn is where I am making sure those tasks are complete. Um, Just, anything that I've got on my plate project wise, whether it's a house thing, a garden thing or a work thing, friend thing, family thing, whatever it is, it needs to be done and dusted ready. But like you say, I do notice it, it turns up a dial, but it's, it's all about, I suppose, just getting ready to go inwards, isn't it? And it's that preparation side of things really takes over towards the end of it. And then yes, you do start to sense all the PMS symptoms or you could do depending on what you experience. But I'm like you, I do. I'm like you, I do recognize the, um, the sore breasts and then the sort of a little, maybe a little bit of bloating and fuzzy head. I seem to have a lot of fuzzy head and then can't quite correlate stuff towards the end of it. And then boom, that's when day one of winter will come. And I'm like, ah, okay. So it was on the doorstep. So she's here now and then everything flushes away. But in your autumn phase, I know it's great to do some sort of strength training and things like Pilates, uh, maybe vinyasa yoga or yin yoga and general sort of walking as well. Just not necessarily as gentle as you would in your winter, but being mindful of, of going for like a brisk walk and things like that is really helpful as well. Yeah, so it's like you've still got some energy, but start slowing or dialing it back a little bit compared yeah. to full pelt in the summer. We've covered the hormone side on each part of these cycles. So estrogen and testosterone are decreasing here and progesterone is the one that's increasing, um, which I guess that's the bad lad that brings all of the uh, all of the fun times and those other hormones going away that have brought us all of the joy in the summer could be where the mind does start to alter and differ and that kind of thing. I don't know about you, but I would say I was quite a bad PMS sufferer until we started tracking. The boobs were really sore, cramps. I would say anything from seven to 10 days before my period started. Night sweats, really bad. Um, And the mood would be really erratic. And I hated this time. I hated it with a passion. Because it was the, I think, the the difference between summer and autumn and changing from that energy that you liked and being in that masculine energy and going towards the feminine side. I just wanted to fight it. And I was angry that I couldn't be like I wanted to be, which was my favorite time, spring and summer, which I didn't know what that was at the time. But I hated autumn, hated it. Yeah, I was very similar. I think mostly because... Um, in the autumn that's when you're in a critic can show up 
And that's what I used to beat myself up with a lot was self-criticism and all the sort of negative feelings that I'm normally able to either battle with or to calm or placate, whatever, they'd all really be on the surface. So it wouldn't take much to tip me and I'd be overly sensitive to things and I still can be, but now that I'm aware of it, it's like, oh, it's okay. Be nice to yourself. Be nice to yourself. It's all right. <laughs> You're just going through the autumn. You'll be all right soon. But I didn't necessarily notice the crossover from summer to autumn. It was as it was at the end of the autumn where it's that high pressure of PMS for me just before the winter kicked in that it just built up and built up and it was too much. And I've experienced it again recently. Yeah, it, it's strange, isn't it? Because I think for me, learning about it, suddenly it was like, oh, okay, I'm kind of meant to feel a bit like this. So that thing I'd felt for, for a long time with the cleaning was okay. And that truth speaking thing in me, I'd always seen it as a negative and that it was nasty. But actually, having the ability to go, this is how you should be and reviewing the words you're actually saying. Nothing I was actually saying was nasty like I'm talking mostly about work because I notice it a lot more at work you're able to have the conversations but nothing you were saying was nasty it's just sometimes I struggle to give feedback and it would be more constructive and I'd, I'd have an easier time doing it but it, it felt to me like I was being mean but yeah. when you review it you're not actually um but yeah having all of that like knowledge I guess that it's sort of normal to feel like that during these times just meant that I could be kinder to myself. And um, suddenly that's when I started to experience problems in spring because that then became the season that was difficult for me. And I would actually quite enjoy autumn and winter because I understood what was happening and I could focus on it and that kind of thing. So it suddenly got a bit confusing. Um, But from when we went out for my birthday yeah and obviously lockdowns all finishing and that kind of thing we had three weeks I'd say of drinking and eating and me not doing my exercise and that autumn was the worst autumn I've had in a while uh-huh. because I was really bloated my mind suffered more um I could see the difference in my body and my skin and it was all because well, to me, it was at that time, it was all because of the food and the drink and some of the things are to kind of like start avoiding the alcohol, the caffeine, the yeah. sugar at this time. Definitely. But no all of that food. was massively amped up. And I really, the size of my stomach, I would say I looked about between 12 and 16 weeks pregnant. Like it was just really bloated, just couldn't stay in. Um, and it's not like I'd put on a great deal of weight. And now I've been drinking loads of water and back on it a bit better for a week or so. I can see the difference in my body already. So it's not like you've made a permanent change in your diet. Just those little few weeks really impacted the period. And I had night night sweats for the first time in a long time. Really? Yeah. It's awful, isn't it? Because you do start to, I think, occasionally crave that junk food especially leading up to the winter. I know in the winter I do tend to want to reach for stuff like that, but it's looking for alternatives. So things like um, sweet potato and carrots 
are really good for helping to regulate your hormones and beta carotene in there um, encouraging cell growth is what you want as well. So um, things like ginger, dark chocolate can help leafy oh, nice. greens um, again, salmon and sort of building on those protein rich foods as well. Um, but the regulation of your hormones is never going to be helped by junk food, is it? And we all know it. <laughs> it's yeah. just, it's just such an easy go-to. And with all the apps and the, you know, the one-click order of anything, yeah, trying to say no to that junk food is easier said than done. But it will definitely impact your hormones because there's a lot of processed stuff in there, and none of that is good for you, body, mind, or soul, unfortunately. But yeah, exactly and I think just to point out you know if you if you're craving chocolate and you just want it just have it the point was more it was all it was a significant amount of days and weeks of drinking and all of that so it's not like you know one day is suddenly going to equal your your autumn is the worst thing ever but it was the first time I'd really noticed a significant change for the worse if you like and it was I could only directly like attribute it to the fact that been abusing my body <laughs> well, exactly like you say it's easy to go for the junk food option and we're not saying by any means cut it all out and do as we say because we don't do as we say a lot of the no. time we're no, just no. here to offer some some learned advice yeah um, exactly dark chocolate can be really helpful as well so there's no reason why you can't have if you can't stand the dark chocolate then have what you need to have just be mindful of not overdoing it and it's everything in moderation, isn't it? And, you know, my PMS was bad, but it wasn't crippling. It wasn't life-altering. It was it was frustrating. It was annoying. It was irritating. And now you sort of live in a certain way. It's been better for a while, so then it coming back was a bit frustrating. But actually, if your PMS doesn't have, you know, it's not part of a bigger medical problem. It's just you have PMS, but then you notice you have really bad um diet or whatever why not give it a try it could it could help alleviate that if it's really altering your life and your relationships and that kind of thing because pms can yeah yeah definitely so like you said before like productivity wise busy squirrel it's it's all that taking action it's completing completing your projects um getting really focused on tasks as well um I, th- I think it's just that drive to get shit done, isn't it? Yeah. It it, t- it can take over um, and, and also really heighten your senses. But to be mindful that although you will feel all up with a lot of things and like you say, you your truth speaker will come out and that can be really, really positive. You've got to be mindful that there's also that inner critic is probably going to rear its ugly head. Like I said before, there's going to be things that might come to the surface that will be quite sensitive to you. You'll probably stew on some stuff. I suppose it's that delicate and fragile phase. So although you could be really, really productive in one sense, you've got to be careful that you don't let anything sneak in unnoticed and take over what you're trying to achieve. But again, for me, I think I'm similar with yourself where autumn used to be difficult. And now that I recognize that those things are probably going to show up, you can kind of bat them off a bit easier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the anxiety uh, definitely did come back this time, I would say. It was there. Um, but it, there was a little bit more 
rationality of it from my side because I kind of knew why it was there, like you say. Um, but also things like the to-do list being really big and being productive, that could also become overwhelming as well. So have as part of that to delegate what, you know, what, what parts of it can you get rid of? Because yeah. completing your to-do list could be by getting some of it onto somebody else's. Yeah, definitely. Doesn't have to mean it's all on you, does it? Um, but also if you are feeling like you're in a really to-do kind of frame of mind, what can you plan now that helps you for your winter? Um, can you get stuff for your meal prep done and that kind of thing so that you can chill out more when that drive to sit still comes in? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point because I used to be quite good at my batch cooking and my meal plans, but for example, this cycle... I've had to do it all in my winter, which has been okay because it's kind of like a, a meditative ta- task for me. I enjoy doing it, but I'd also enjoy it a lot more if it was already done and I got to sit on my bum and watch, I don't know, some sort of binge-worthy TV and then not have to worry about that. But yeah, use it to your advantage for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and tr- drink lots of water because the swelling does tend to start then, doesn't it? So lots of water and the reduce your salt intake because salt, salt will bloat you naturally anyway. Um, so if you can do anything to combat the additional period bloat that you might get. Oh, also, I suppose we need to mention the fact that this might be the time that you start to become a bit constipated because all those reduction in hormones can stop that and then you'll end up with your period poos when you go (laughs) oh yeah i love a period poo not that can be a reason you get all bloated can't it because the hormones change everything and they all go elsewhere and they're not focusing on helping your bowel and all that kind of stuff yeah no you're right and um things like your cervical fluid as well you'll probably notice you're a bit drier than usual because that'll sort of decrease um and obviously as it's coming up to get ready to bleed it'll drive all together and then obviously there'll be blood instead till you go back around to your, to your spring. But yeah, you'll uh, constipation and dryness. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Get the lube out. I suppose you might, you might find that there's a bit of a, a drop in your, in your sex drive as well. Yeah, kind of definitely. Stuff. Yeah. It might be more in the, in the mood for cuddles or it might just be get the hell away from me. Don't worry. Yeah, here's some jobs, go and complete them. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I wouldn't know what that is at the minute. <laughs> I just know the dog becomes a bit more irritated. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so we asked me in, in summary, if you're thinking about your tree, it's all br- like brown and leaves are drying up and it looks really nice, but then they start falling away, ready for it to conserve itself, ready for winter. Right, well, thank you again for listening, guys. If we've helped at all, please let us know. If you've got any other questions as well, then you know where to find us. Thank you for listening. Please remember to like, rate and subscribe. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we are Feeling Female AF on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. You can also join the conversation in our Facebook group by searching the Feeling Female AF Lounge. And finally, to stay up to date with all things Feeling Female, go to feelingfemaleaf.com and sign up to our mailing list.